Welcome to the Vet Church Podcast. Vet Church interviews are authentic, sacred, and inspirational. Vet Church is open to anyone who appreciates the sacrifice made by the women and men who put on a uniform and served this great nation. Find out more at vetchurch.com or retiredarmychaplain.com. Hey, Vet Church, how y'all doing? So uh, I'm sitting here with Chris Livornia. Um, we met right before we went to Afghanistan. And you just come back from Iraq, and I had never done anything. I'd been a chaplain assistant. I'd just become a chaplain. I was scared to death. <laughs> and um, and it was scary. It's scary to be, you know, enlisted. And then, and I lost friends in Iraq and whatever. I was in seminary. And then come back, and I got to be your chaplain. And you, you just came back, waived your dwell time, meaning that you deployed before you had to to go with us. And um, and ever since I've known you, I've appreciated who you were as a man. Your word has always been something that can be counted on. You've done stuff for people. You were almost a professional golfer at one time, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, you did a ton of golf. You still golf? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, coworkers trying to get me out there and play a little bit. Uh, that's where I, my solace is, is out on the golf course. So uh, they try to get me in and out. Kate, the uh, the you might want to hold that up for the microphone. There we go. Um, so they that. no, they get me out from time to time. I uh, <clears throat> when I got out of the military, I I, I uh, kind of sunk in my own way of things and try to find myself and. And so, uh, got a good career going. I'm living here in Texas. Uh, got a beautiful family. Got our you do got you our do. game together now. And so, yeah, I'm, well, I'm you, getting out there a little bit more now. And you're helping people that otherwise couldn't probably afford houses. You're getting them the first, and they're not they're not these little tin trailers. They're real. I, I looked at some today. Yeah, they're nice. and it's, it was pretty solid. I mean, like they've they've withstood some of the hurricanes that have come through. Right, Hurricane Harvey. And it's like it's like. I don't think they're modular homes. Do we, call, do what do you call them? we do both. We do both modulars, and these are actually manufactured or HUD homes. But uh, but you're we, helping people that couldn't afford something, right. and they're good. It's solid stuff. It's not. I mean, I'd live in that. Of course, oh, yeah. I'm about to be homeless because we're we're going all on the road. But it, this is good stuff, right? Yes, very good stuff. And I love helping families and seeing them get in there. And uh, we have a lot of veterans. You know, we're only two hours from Fort Hood, so we get a lot of veterans coming over trying to apply for homes. I'm a veteran myself. I've utilized our, our uh, you know, our VA loans before, uh, so I can give them some insight on how to get in a home, and it's just, it's a good thing, man. See, and you've been through a bunch of stuff. We don't want to talk about all that, as we don't want to sometimes, but I'd like to talk about emotional content. To get where you're at today, from where you've been, I mean, you deployed three times, I think? Yes. You've seen death, yes. dying, you talked to me two days ago, another one, what was, what was the soldier's name? Sergeant Browder, uh, the 1st Cav, 3rd Brigade. On, uh, we went to Iraq together, um, stayed long friends. Uh, just found out three days ago he took his life. So uh, suicide's got to stop. We, we need to get the word out there. I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, you know, uh, This is why we're doing this. It's a good thing. We're not, we're not doing this because me and you are... A, you know, we're not the finest people. We got all our flaws. I mean, we want you to look sure. look at us and go like, these guys are great. But there's we're people, just like everybody else. Right. And we struggle. And we realize that, like, you got to keep struggling sometimes. Right. You got to keep struggling. You can't give up. And in suicide, 
isn't always giving up, but at some point it's like I just can't take anymore. So you have to have people that help you, right? Right. Absolutely. Did you get Did you get to be the manager of this place? that's helping people getting homes by yourself, Chris? No, I had to have influence from others and help, and it starts with my family. They supported me. You know, when when I didn't feel like getting up, she, she, my wife said, "Hey, you gotta get up. You're gonna go. You know, I got mouths to feed. I I have a life. You know, people depend on me, and I can't feel sorry for myself." and and I've always been able to try to help others out. And when I got down on myself, it, you know, it's kind of hard to pick yourself up because you're the cause of your reason that you're down. So yeah. it takes a good support group and people, you know, like you, Matt, again, man, I can't tell you how much I appreciate what you're doing. I didn't want to do this interview today because I'm camera shy, <laughs> I accent from Alabama. But, uh, War Eagle, man. Yeah, War Eagle. We grew up the same. I mean, like, we grew up really from each other, really. man. What a small world. But, uh, yeah, man, it just takes a good support group. So it, it uh, it's, well, it's, it's an awesome thing um, to find that support group. And there's folks on here that are like, "Well, there's nobody cares." I think there are people that care. Oh, there's a lot of people. I mean, I care. Them. We just rented our house out for a year. We're about to move into like a little thing to pull behind a minivan of all things. Did ten thousand miles last month, and. You know, you think, well, you're playing music, you're going to be rich. No, you ain't. I'm playing music because I need something to do. And I get some tips in the bars from doing it. You can go down the road. And what I found that to care for other people, to have a family that you now care for. So somebody cared for you. They helped you get to where you're at. You and I both took a lot of medication. You didn't get off that by yourself, did you? Yeah. And you cannot get off that stuff by yourself. You kill yourself doing that. Go to a doctor. Get some help. But but drugs aren't the answer. No. And sitting alone at home ain't the answer. No. And suicide ain't the answer. No. And the answer is people and community and love and care. Now, there's something I want to highlight on this show right here. When we were in Afghanistan, you are a semi-famous golfer at one point. <laughs> I don't know if it's famous, that, but <laughs> you, you can golf. Tried a little bit. And, I, I, you know, I heard that, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, a conics full of golf stuff showed up in our fob in Jalalabad, Afghanistan. If you're in Afghanistan, Jalalabad, watching this, there's a little driving range, and this right here is the man responsible for that driving range. If you get to go out there and knock a few balls around and relax for 45 seconds during that crazy place over there in that war, which is still going on all these years later, it's because of this man right here. That's why you brought in a conics full of nets golf balls you used your connections you, you've made friends you'd made connections where people cared for you and you cared about other people and you called up some folks from I guess some guy from the PGA actually need up the money to send that stuff and yeah. other people donated it talk about that a well um, I had a good, good support group I, again going into even the military but I want to do something and I talked with Sergeant Major and, and our first sergeant and I you know I was at the FOB and we were doing the sling loads and whatnot. We had a lot of space over there, and I said, gosh, man, how can we let these soldiers vent or just get away from everything that they're doing? And we decided we, we had gotten a, a small shipment of a couple of clubs and some golf balls, and we were just hitting them outside of the fob into the area, and I was like, huh, this might not be safe. What are they thinking, you know? Little kids going to pick yeah, them up, bring right? them back. So yeah. I, I didn't want the kids coming back and all that. So we, I um, talked to a friend of mine, um, one of my best friends, uh, she was early in my uh, career in the golf, and uh, her name was Jane Ulison. She was at the Rex Bernardo Wynn Golf Course, uh, five-star resort golf course in San Diego. And 
and it, she actually came up with the idea, hey, I want to do something to help you soldiers. And, and I gave her the idea, we need golf clubs. We need, we need to set up a driving range over here. So when uh, soldiers are not getting in trouble over here, they got downtime, they come over here and smash some balls. And just get it off their brain, you know. Because, uh, you know, all you're thinking about nonstop is getting shot at or, or somebody getting hurt or, you know, it's just it's an intense environment. So I wanted them to have a way to escape. So uh, I talked with Jane, um, and she knew my friend Charlie Hoffman, who you just mentioned. Uh, we grew up as childhood. I mean, I've known Charlie probably since I was eight. Um, he's in the guys. PGA? Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, he's a real deal. On TV, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. So, so she connected with him, and um, she had collected a lot of stuff. We'd had a lot of donors from the club that I used to play at professionally, and uh, so they took some donations, and then we couldn't get it all over there. Like you said, we had a whole stuck, yeah. <laughs> So we, we was short on the funds, so I uh, reached out to Charlie for me, and uh, he did a real nice article for us in the San Diego Tribune and donated the funds to ship the connects over there to us soldiers. So. And they're, they're probably still using that stuff, right? Well, I know they were two years later because I had a friend uh, uh, that I went to Iraq with, and, and um, um, we did the right sea ride when we left the Lollabag. Jones came over there. He would deploy with me in first cab. Um, and when he came over there, he was all excited. So when he came home that next year, he told me that they had actually uh, put up some more poles to extend the net over to the left because it was being oh, used. Oh, even made it bigger. Yeah, yeah. It was being used so much. And so uh, it was phenomenal. And, and, and they even made it a name. Uh, I forget the name of it now, but they put a name on it. So it's a, it's a real good, like the kind of like the NWR, but on the other side of the five, you know. So. Well, you know, Chris, they give out medals for all kinds of stuff. <clears throat> and most of us that get medals, I mean, you've got a couple. Yes, sir. They don't mean nothing. Nah. Not now. While you're in your career and you want to get promoted, it means something. But the rest of the time, it's just stuff that most veterans hide. But the true medal is like you've done something with your life. And I can't give you no medal because I don't got none. <laughs> and you would probably be like, don't waste money on that crap anyway. But the highlight here is you saw anxiety, you saw stress, you said, well, fun contradicts that. What are you doing for fun today? I mean, in your life right now. Because you, you still have to do it, right? Yeah. I, you know, I just, I, I get on the golf course a little bit for fun, but other than that, I'm just really focused at work and just, just trying to family. do the best I can for my family. Well, and I think that's important, don't you? I mean, like, because we got veterans right now, they're sitting at home and they're clicking the channel and they're not doing anything fun. I know. And I think it goes back to that whole deal that you, that you figured out while we're deployed, that if for four or five seconds you can stop and do something that's fun. Stop and do something that's fun. Right. Get your mind off of it. Stop. Just think about things. Um, quit thinking about the bad things. Think about positive things, and positive things will start happening. If you dwell and think negative, uh, I, for me personally, I tend to go to down the negative road. So, I, you know, I keep that <laughs> I in mind. <laughs> like it's a hard it's thing. Hard, it's hard. Oh, my goodness, it's tough. It is. Well, and I, I, walked in, I walked in your office just a few minutes ago, and there's a regional manager in there. I mean, you, big wigs. And at least in your world, I mean, it's big stuff, you know, that's how you make bread and butter. And you guys are, are thinking, well, how can we put people in homes that are going to care for them? And I walked in, and it seemed like all y'all were having fun. And I've seen a couple of meetings before that were not fun. And it looked like you were, you know, I mean, you saw me through the door like this. Yeah. And, and everybody's like, you know, they're waving it. But you guys kept doing whatever you're doing because you're in a meeting. And I think that, like, work can be fun. You got to get up, folks. You got to go find fun. You have to be connected with community. You have to have other people in your lives. For sure. Anything you like to say about church, man? Uh, 
keep watching, keep tuning in to Matt. Uh, I'm loving what they're doing out here. Him, him and Kate getting on the road. I'm so glad to catch up with you, Matt. I hadn't seen the people. I hadn't seen you guys since hell I got out, I guess. Um, I've been in touch with you, and uh, I see your followers on the Vet Church, a lot of my uh, friends that we deployed with. Um, and, uh, you know, keep the faith, keep strong, keep fighting. Um, I'm really proud of Crystal reaching out. Um, you know, she's been in my heart a lot. Me and you've talked a lot about that, so I'm glad to see but she's she's getting some help. That's what From she's... that video, there's some people coming alongside her. And I love that. I love that this is working. It is. You didn't mention her. I just thought I'd yeah, throw that no, in. No, it's here. working. And, you know, uh, if, if you're ever in doubt or, or depressed, hell, call me. Uh, I'll talk to you. Um, I'm, I'm a friend. I'll always be friends, especially my soldiers. All of you are part of my family. We had some great leaders. I learned a lot from, you know, I saw Sergeant Jordan on there the other day. I learned a lot from him. Um, you know, we just had such a group big group of folks over there and, and great leaders um, and so I'll always be a part of this family I think all of us veterans uh, whatever deployments we go on we have some kind of attachment to those folks forever uh, but it's not just those that we deployed with this is our military family we're here for everybody uh, just because I went on one tour or two tours or three tours with different groups I believe the core of my family is with first ID but you know I say the same for all the others I deployed with too so uh, I guess, uh, you know, when you're down and out, it, it just it breaks my heart to see people down, and, and uh, I'm here for you always. I appreciate that, man. Yes, sir. You know, driving, you know, I thought about what I was going to do with my life when I got off all the meds, and it's like, we don't have any kids, so what are we going to do? Buy a bigger house, get another car. You know what I mean? Like, what, what was I doing? Yeah. And then I realized that, like, I have fun playing music and I really like talking to people. And Kate doesn't mind driving around the country with me. So, um, so this is it. And, and I, cause I think it's important. And, and y'all out there in Bet Church, we're coming. We'll, we'll get, I want to, I want to interview everybody I can cause I think, I think the more we talk about this stuff, we, just like this, we need to talk about the horror. Because there was horror attached to what we did. There was. But we talked about good stuff, and we can continue to heal by that. We continue to heal by looking into the future and believing in each other and believing in what we're doing. So, Vet Church, y'all remember, question question things. Don't just believe it because people say it. Keep thinking. Use your minds. Have fun. It's real important. And, and you've led us in there. And you're, I mean, I mean that, that whole golf thing. Little did I know how important that was, even today. You vets that ain't had no fun lately, get up and do something fun. And then, lastly, y'all take care of one another. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us on. Absolutely. Love you, Chris. Yes, <laughs> Thank you for joining us for part one of this Vet Church interview. Your feedback is welcome. Find out more at vetchurch.com or retiredarmychaplain.com.